Good morning, good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome, welcome, welcome once again to Motivational Moments in the Morning. My name is Portia Wilkins here in Houston, Texas. Thank you guys so much for joining us on this morning. We are here Monday through Friday at 7 a.m. Central Standard Time for 20 minutes of power and inspiration to help you start your day off on time and on top. Thank you guys so much for sharing it with your networks, with your friends, your family, your coworkers, your associates. You want to make sure you get as many people as you know onto this call because it's awesome to start your day off with something positive. Spread the word with people that you know. We ask that you also share on social media. Post your notes from the call there and then tag us in it. Use the hashtag when dreams collide so we can see it and share it with everyone as well. You never know who is on social media looking for something positive from you specifically. So leverage the content and information that you hear from here to share with other people so that they too can get a positive word to start their day off on time and on top. If you haven't had an opportunity yet, please visit our website, www.windreamscollide.com. That's windreamscollide.com. Uh, subscribe, become a VIP, a vision impact partner uh, by joining the mailing list so you are in the loop and in the know and connected uh, as well. Also, uh, visit our new website as well, builditforyourlastname.com. Click on the gear, builditforyourlastname.com. Remember, uh, an inheritance is what you leave for someone, but a legacy is what you leave in them. When you build something for your last name, you are building for your legacy. And so we have gear available there, builditforyourlastname.com forward slash the gear. Uh, and uh, you can see the shirts and the hats and the things that we have so you can represent for your last name. That's, your, that's, what, that's what you're looking for, for. And that's the legacy uh, that you're going to leave behind. It's going to be based on what your last name is. And so we're excited about that. Head on over there today uh, as well. And then, ladies, make sure you mark your calendar. Save the dates. Get your tickets today. June 11, 2016, we'll be in New Orleans, Louisiana for the Straight Talk Women Talk in part session. Myself, Minister Keisha Wilson are headed that way. We are excited about it, looking forward to coming and connecting with women uh, from all different backgrounds. But one thing in common is our love for Christ. Uh, Straight Talk Woman Talk is a kingdom principle-based platform that's grounded in authenticity and truth with no judgment. So women are able to come to the table, come around, and actually do what we need to do uh, by, by purging, by sharing, by being transparent with our stories and testimonies and really getting that deliverance and that healing that we're looking for. So head on over to straighttalkwomantalk.com today. Get connected to the ladies that are part of the platform. Be sure to join the group that we have on Facebook as well, Straight Talk Woman Talk, so you can meet all of the other awesome and powerful women uh, that are there to assist you and pour back into your life as well. All right, folks, we are ready to rock and roll on this morning. If you're driving, make sure you put in your earpiece. If you're stationary, get out your pen and your paper so you can take copious notes, all right? Uh, and then uh, remember, post your notes on social media. Tag us in it. Use the hashtag when dreams collide so we can see it and share it with everyone as well. Honey, won't you come on to the line and say good morning to our VIPs? Absolutely. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Good morning, kings and queens. Good morning, world changers. Good morning, vision carriers. Good morning, family. Good morning, students of excellence. Good morning, VIPs, vision, impact, partners. This is the day that the Lord has made, and we will 
Rejoice and be glad in it. I am excited about your future. Did you hear me this morning? I said, I am excited about your future. Because I want to talk to you from a thought this morning. Serving. Put me on. Yes. Would you post eggs? Hey, post that somewhere. Serving. Put me on. One author said, if serving is beneath you, then leading is beyond you. If serving is beneath you, then leading or leadership is beyond you. Serving put me on. Yes, the greatest teacher of them all, the master teacher, the rabbi himself, Jesus said, service to many is what leads to greatness. Not Rolls Royces, not Bentleys, not Manuel Hill. He said service. He didn't say become a slave. He said service. So there's something that you and I have within us that we are supposed to be serving to people. It is that service that we have. It's, It's that gift that you have within you that you were born with, that gift that you have that you are supposed to be using to serve people. If you want to be great, I always tell you that greatness never goes on because service to many is what leads to greatness. Can I ask you a question this morning? Who are you serving? Whose life has become better because of you? Yeah, Will Smith said, if your life doesn't make somebody else's life better, you are wasting your time. If your life does not make somebody else's life Better, you are wasting your time. Service put me on. I was talking with Pastor Dennis yesterday evening on my flight back from, uh, where was I yesterday? Georgia. Georgia, there it is. And uh, we were talking in the airport, and I asked Pastor Dennis, I said, what did you preach on, Pastor? And he told me he was preaching on faith, faith. Finding answers in the heart. Faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not yet seen. I said faith, F-A-I-T-H, forwarding all issues to heaven. (laughs) Faith. He says uh, he was preaching on big faith, and he he started to tell me about the story of the centurion man. Yeah, some of you, you know this story. It is a story in the Bible about the centurion. The centurion, as as you can imagine, is a military man. This is a man of great stature. The centurion is a man that is respected. The centurion has literally hundreds of people that serve him. And uh, the centurion, he, um, he, he, he is somebody that has great possessions, great wealth, great influence. And uh, he, he runs and meets a guy named Jesus. Now, he doesn't serve Jesus. He, he doesn't even... Believe what Jesus believes. He doesn't believe uh, that Jesus is the Messiah or any of these things necessarily. As a matter of fact, have you ever been around people that don't like you, but they, but they love your gift? <laughs> they may not really like you, but they, they like what it is that you do. See, that's, that's, how, that's how your gift works. Your gift is your fruit. They, they may not like your, 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 yeah, it is. They may not like your roots, but they do love your fruit. And so the centurion man, he, he hears Jesus is around the way, and, and uh, he runs to Jesus, and uh, he says, uh, there's a servant of mine, not a slave, but a servant of mine. 
and um, he's ill. He's taken ill. He's sick. And uh, he asked Jesus, he said, Jesus, would you, would you please heal him for me? Because I've heard about your great works. I've heard. See, your works will speak louder than your words. Uh, did, would you post that? Your work will speak louder than your words. That's why I tell people all of the time, work hard in silence and let your success make all your noise. I'm practicing it while they're posting it. Yeah, work hard in silence and let success make all the noise. And so the centurion, he's asking Jesus because he's heard about his works. <laughs> he's heard about what he's done. He's heard about him healing the sick, and he's heard about Jesus He's heard about the works. He's heard how he's turned water into wine. He's heard about how he's fed the 5,000 with two fish and five barley loaves of bread. He, he, he's heard about the, oh, here it is. He's heard about the serving of Jesus, even though he doesn't necessarily believe in Jesus, but he's heard about him. And he says, uh, I need you to do me a favor. Since, since, since you are into the serving business, since this is your gift, can can I borrow your gift? Can I take a taste of your gift? Can I borrow? Can I just experience your gift? And, and so he tells, he tells Jesus, uh, I've got this servant of mine. I need, you to, I need you to help him. I need you to heal him. And uh, Jesus begins to make his sojourn. He didn't get into his car because Jesus, back in these days, he had to walk. Yeah, you know, he had, that brother had to be in shape. He was walking everywhere. See, you, here you are complaining and you getting in your car to go do some service. Here you are upset because you got to get on a plane. Here you are tripping because you, he had to walk to do his work. And he begins his walk, and then the centurion says, no, 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 no. Brother, you don't even have to walk. I know who you are. I know what you've been able to do. I know you are a king. A king, you, you, you've got the same power and authority like I have. I tell people to come, and they come. I tell people to go, and they go. The centurion, listen to me. We don't even, oh, this is good right here. We don't even know the centurion's name, but we do know what he asked. Can I tell you something? There's some people that won't even know your name, but they'll still know your work. Your name may not even show up. But they'll still know you're working. Like, is, is, is that the lady? She, she's the one that, yeah, she's got the, she got the, yeah, she got the hair that does this, and, and, and he's got the, 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 the that does that, and, but he does, that's the one. Yeah, I don't know his name, but man, there was something about his gift. There was something about her gift that service is gonna put you on. Not your title, but your service. And, and he says, just send your word. And my servant will be made healed. I know he'll be. I know he'll be made whole. And and Jesus says, "Man, I haven't seen in all of Israel. See, out of all the people that I'm connected to, out of all these people that that say they believe me, I haven't seen great faith like this." And he sent the word, and and this is where everybody shouts. This is where everybody gets excited because watch it. We we get excited over an event, but we always miss the process. People get excited over an event, but they always miss the process. I want to talk to you from a revelatory point that I got yesterday before I got on my plane. Sucks. This is good right here. I don't want to talk to you from the lens of the centurion. 
Yeah, we know the centurion was of great stature and great wealth and great influence, and, and he went to Jesus, and Jesus gave him uh, the explanation, and, and he says, no, just send the word, and the word came down, and, and as the time, by the time the centurion got back to where he was, his, his servant was healed. But I want to give you a different perspective. Buckle up. I want to talk to you from the perspective of the servant. Yes. See, the centurion had hundreds of them. But what was so special? What was so gifted? What was so great about this servant that we never even know his name? But this servant was so good at what he did. He had his boss break the rules and traditions just to save him. Shucks. It's your service that will save your life. There's something about this servant. You've got to know that this is a God that, that has been given. This is a God that's been doing what, what, what other people talk about. You've got to know this is a servant that has given up his gift. He's given up himself. He's given up his life that he has become so relevant. He has become so important. He has become so significant. Even though you don't know his name, even though he doesn't have a great title, even though he's not rolling in a Benz or a Bentley, there's something that's in him that he serves that's caused the centurion man to break the tradition and go and find some help. See, serving is what's going to put you on. See, you're serving is what's going to break the rules. <laughs> your serving is what they're not going to understand. Your serving is what's going to bring you to a different elevation in life. Your serving is what's going to put you on the platform. Your serving is what's going to make your name great. Your serving is what's going to be your legacy. Your serving is how people are going to remember you. People will forget the cars you drove. People will forget the watch you wore. People will forget the bag you carried. People will forget the shoes you had on. But they will never forget your service. The servant. He had served the centurion so well. Uh, he had, I can imagine that he had made several sacrifices. He 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 had an attitude probably of gratitude. He yeah, he 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 made sure that whatever he was supposed to do, he did it in excellence. That the centurion man didn't worry about the other hundred or two hundred or three hundred people that were on his payroll, that were on his staff, that were jockeying for position. He felt so compelled, he felt so gripped with this law of reciprocity, which means nothing you do and nothing you've been through will be wasted. Serving put me on. Service to many leads to greatness. There's favor in your service. There's, there's favor. In your service, in your area of service, there's favor. Why? Because you're sowing. You're sowing your heart. You're sowing your time. You're, you're sowing your, your talent. And you'll reap what you sow, but you may not reap it where and how you sowed it. You may be serving in area A, but your favor comes in area C. You just don't know, but, but 
serving is what impacts the masses. That's what does it. People will forget what you did, what you said, what you had, all the other stuff, what you posted, but they'll never forget how you made them feel. They'll never forget how your experience with them was, whether it's good or bad. They'll never forget it. And that if you're serving somebody, if you truly have a servant's heart, then people are going to remember you. And there's a difference between servant and slaving. Don't get it twisted. There's some people who will manipulate you to believe that slaving is service. That if you're going to serve me, you need to give your whole life. You can't have a life. You can't do anything except for what I tell you to do. That That is not service. That's slavery. And that's manipulation. When you serve somebody, you feel good about it. You feel good about doing it. It's not a chore for you. Uh, you do it willingly. You don't have to be asked to do it. That, that's when true service comes into play. And that's when you know that you're really pouring out from your heart and it's your heart's work that matters the most. It's, your, it's the work of your heart that's what's going to last. That, that's what's really going to impact the people because people know when you're being authentic or not. They, they, they know when you genuinely enjoy what it is that you're doing. If it's a pain for you, if it's a strain for you, or if it's something that you truly are excited about doing, they know the difference. And when you're serving other people from your heart, they can pick up on that. And and that's what makes other people feel good. That's what makes them want to do more. You know, a good friend of ours and, and partner in business recently passed away, Mr. Erwin Portis. And Mr. Portis used to always say, his wife was sharing with us last night, and she shares this all the time, that he would always say, don't let the day go by without doing a good deed. Don't let the day go by without doing a good deed. Mr. Portis passed a month ago and has left a legacy behind in his work and in his service, how he made other people feel after being around him. See, that good deed that he's talking about, that's that serving. He has a, he had a servant's heart. That's exactly what he did every day. He would, he would make sure the day did not go by without doing a good deed for someone else. Whether it was making a phone call, uh, extending your hand for help, uh, giving them money, whatever it was, he would do it every single day. And that's such a powerful, uh, uh, model to live by. Don't let the day go by without doing a good deed because it shows your heart for serving other people when you're just doing it just because. I mean, my husband and I sometimes will go to restaurants and we'll t- hear the, listen to the story of the waiter. We'll ask them questions about their life, what they're doing, you know. And if they're just if their spirit is just uplifting and exciting and encouraging, we'll leave a crazy tip, you know, like four times the amount of the bill, hundred dollars, two hundred dollar tip, and we'll we'll start it and run out of the run out of the restaurant. Because we don't even, we don't, we, and we'll look through the restaurant window just to see their reaction. Looking around, they'll look at it and their eyes get big and they'll, their head pops up and they're looking left and right and turn around attempting to find us so they can tell us thank you and everything. Man, it's such a great feeling. I remember one time we just said the waiter ran outside after us almost in tears saying, thank you, thank you, thank you. People will forget what you said, forget what you did, forget what you had, but they will never forget how you made them feel. That man will never forget that feeling that he got. And it was our prayer that he went on and duplicated that into someone else's life to give them that same 
feelings. See, when you serve people from the heart, you never know the, what you're going to get back in return. The, what, it, it's not just about gaining, but, man, if you just gain a better day, that's good enough, especially for some people, right? If you gain a good connection, a good relationship, whatever it is, if you gain a smile out of somebody, that's important. The scripture tells us in Mark chapter 10, verses 44 through 45, and whoever you desire to be first shall be a slave of all. If you desire to be first, if you want to be first, if you want to be the deal, you got to be, you got to be a slave of all, meaning you got to serve them. For even the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many. Jesus didn't come to be served. He came to serve other people. He gave his life to his work. And as a result, people were impacted. That that position of being first came with a price. Your position comes with a price. Regardless of what it, it is, it comes with a price, especially if it's going to be first. You have to serve people. You have to wash them feet. Get Get, get, get out of yourself. It's not all about you. It's not. And you got to serve other people. That, that's where that legacy comes in. My husband and I believe strongly in inheritance is what you leave for people, but a legacy is what you leave in people. That's serving. We're building everything for our last name. Why? Because that's where the legacy is. But in order to do that, we got to serve a lot of people. we got to serve our gift. We're up every single morning, even when we don't feel like it, to do this call. Why? Because we're serving. Every Monday night at 8 o'clock, we have straight talk, woman talk. I serve my gifts over a year of doing it, events, everything. Why? Because it's what I'm being called to do. It's my heart's work. I'm serving. Because I want to make sure that we want to make sure that as people cross our paths, that they feel great about being connected to us. We're giving our life to our work, and it's our work that's impacting the masses because we're serving our gifts. Who have you served? Who, who have you served your gift to, your time, your talent, your, your treasure? Who, who are you, whose life is better because you're in it, because you're doing something good for them? Proverbs 11 and 25 says, A generous man is a source of blessing and shall be prosperous and enriched, but he who waters will himself be watered reaping the generosity that he has sown. If you water, if you serve, then you will be watered, and you will be served, and you will reap what you've sown, that generosity, that giving, that service. You're going to reap it back. First Peter 4 and 10 is each one has received a gift, minister it to one another as good stewards of the manifold grace of God. Whatever gift you have, whatever talent you have, use that as a platform to serve other people. The gift is not for you. The fruit is never for the tree. Apple trees don't eat apples. They grow them so other people can feed off of them. What fruit are you serving that allow people to feast off of what it is that you do? It's your serving that's going to put you on. Honey? If I could pass someone as a Move along. If I encourage him with a word or with a song, then my living 
will not be in vain. Serving, put me on. That's what's going to put you on. That's how you're going to get there. You're going to get there to that place called there by serving. You have to serve. You got to serve when it's good. You got to serve when it's not so good. You got to serve when it's hot. You got to serve when it's cold. You got to serve when you don't feel like it because feelings don't vote. Serving. Put me on. God bless you. God bless your families. And God most certainly bless your dreams.